It's War and Peace right here on your classic metal show from the Flesh and Blood sessions with uh, Jeff Pilson on lead vocal there with Idol Worship. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it does not. It's Idol Worship, whether it's Richie Blackmore or what's her name? Linda Cardellini or Night Demon. Night Demon or Stinky Bush, (laughs) whatever you're into. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. It's just idol worship. That's right. I hadn't heard that in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I know everybody in the chat room, all the fucking hardcores, piss break because they thought it was docking. That's it's not docking. Yeah, there you go. Not don't, even close. Yeah, don't be douches. Yeah, not even close. I, I'm gonna start agreeing with you, fan. Uh, well, Chris, I think our fans are are douches. They suck. I think our fans more or less are douches. You know, because they can't play that music on their own. Yeah. That's the part I always like. It's like you got 20 fucking, or you got 18 hours on a Saturday to play whatever the fuck you want to play. And and so much of it is so readily available, whether it's on the free Spotify app or whether it's on YouTube mm-hmm. or whether... You know, there's just so many outlets that you can get free music and listen to the tunes you want to hear. But if I don't play the tune you want to hear, it sucks. And let's just be really honest. Every tune that every one of these fucking knotheads is recording or requesting, they own it. Of course. They own it. So it's play my favorite because that's what I was conditioned to do as a kid was to request my song and then jump up and down for joy when they play it. Yeah. See, they played my song. All is right in the world. Exactly. Ugh, faggots. (laughs) All right. Well, since we were talking about shave pussy in the last segment. (laughs) Okay. This definitely isn't what 911 is for. Okay. There's a 50-year-old woman named Katrina Morgan in Port Clinton, Ohio, not far from you. Okay. A little bit northwest of you. That's right where my ex-wife lives now. She lives in Port Clinton? Right by there, yeah. I don't want to say exactly where, but... I thought she lived like over in Diamond or something. It's kind of over there. Well, Diamond is east of you. By Port Clinton? Port Clinton is over by Sandusky. Port Clinton? Isn't there an exit for Port Clinton down down the highway there? No. It's over by Sandusky on the way to Toledo. <laughs> what is that lake over there by the... Oh, that's Milton Lake. Lake Milton. You're lake, right. I'm yeah. wrong. I'm an idiot. Lake Milton. That's right. Not You're talking Clinton. to a former truck driver here, pal. Yeah, well, lose your teeth and I'll believe you. <laughs> On Saturday night, not necessarily tonight, but on Saturday night, she was drunk and she called 911 for help. Okay. What kind of help you're asking, Chris? Um, driving directions? No. You're supposed to ask what kind of help that you want. What kind of help, Neely? She said her vagina was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so with the penis that was in it. (laughs) And she needed a firefighter to come over and quote unquote, put it out with their hose. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) This woman couldn't get a man on her own. So she needed to call 911, hopefully sending a fire guy over to put her fire pussy out with his hose. (laughs) I need a strapping young man to come over here. A strapping young lad. That's right. With a fire hose. Mm -hmm. I need him to wave it around and spray me with it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Katrina hung up the phone. So the dispatcher called back at which point Katrina repeated that she needed someone to quote unquote, come put her, pussy out (laughs) because it was on fire emergency crews actually went to her house but nothing was on fire genitalia or otherwise right 
I guess that's a good thing. Katrina was arrested for disrupting public service, making false alarms, and resisting arrest. Would you like to hear the 911 call? Oh, my God, would I ever. <laughs> by the way, this is this was submitted by Demon. Of course it was. So here it is. Here, here's the actual 911 call, this lady calling the fire department to have her right. pussy put out. Okay. Clinton police. Yes, I need the fire department, please, because my is on fire. I need to make sure that hose is working. Hello? Is that hose working? What is on fire? I need the fire department because my is on fire, and I need somebody to come put it out with their hose. Okay. <laughs> so her pussy is on fire. And she needed somebody to come put it out with their hose. Oh, my God. I just put a picture of her up in CMS TV. Eek. <laughs> yeah, that's why she needed to have 911 send a fireman out. I'm not, you know, I'm not usually one to judge a book by its cover. But if I was, I would say the name of that story is meth to the meth to the meth. Yeah. She looks like a meth head. Of course. Hey, I need the um, address. <laughs> Courtney Lolly's house, and I need them to come put my pussy out because it is on fire. Where's Courtney Lolly live? <laughs> Where does Courtney Lolly live? Why does this fifty-year-old woman sound like a black girl? Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking too. Like a black, like fifteen-year-old. Yeah. All right. My pussy on fire. Exactly. So there you are. Wow. She needed right. to have her pussy put out. Well, hopefully she got it put out. <laughs> her pussy's on fire. Fire. <laughs> Maybe you should have played I'm on fire instead of fucking 5150. Exactly. <laughs> what is wrong with people? Now, what did she get for jail time? Please tell me. I'm sure she probably just got like a fine. Yeah, should have given her like five years <laughs> as an example. Fire! Oh boy! All right. Well, um, since uh, you know, since we're still suffering this whole lockdown thing, yeah, and people more and more are encouraged to wear a mask. Yes. And that's that's one of the things that uh, when I go to the grocery store right, you know, right down the street from me, mm -hmm. I'm noticing more and more people are wearing a mask now. Of course they are. You know, we're we're we're, you know, close to two months deep into this. It, now people are wearing a mask. I actually have a funny story to tell you. about. Oh, please do. Something that involved me this week. So. I was actually out and about a little bit this week. I was not aware since I did not converse with you in any way. I was out and about and I had to stop into a place to pick up a sandwich. Okay. Walked into the place. I will not say the name of the place because I have a friend that works there that was doing me a solid. And of course I fucking wrecked her day. So you went to Quiznos in Twinsburg. Okay. No, it was not Quiznos. <laughs> Um, I went into a place Yes, and, um, the person I knew was not working at the, at the counter. Okay. So I do not own a mask and I will not wear a mask. I don't own a mask and I haven't been required to wear one. Well, as I walked into the place, I was immediately told that I wasn't allowed in without a mask. Was there a sign on the door? No. Okay. So I said to the lady, I said, I don't have a mask. She goes, well, you have to have a mask if you want to come inside here. And I want you to look at CMS TV for a minute. Yes. I go like this when, when she, when she said that, I go, okay, now I have a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled my hair in front of my face. <laughs> 
And she goes, <sighs> and just handed me my sandwich and ran my card. <laughs> but I did. I just pulled my hair in front of my face. I said, okay, now I have a mask. Well, I saw somebody, saw like a security guard at a store in Michigan, like a Target or something. Dollar yeah. store. I think it was a dollar store. Mm-hmm. He got into an altercation with somebody about the same thing about, well, you're going to have to wear a mask to come in here. <laughs> it basically escalated to the point where they pulled a gun and shot him. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, maybe I should start carrying. <laughs> so so people are just getting fucking violent about this shit. You're going to have to wear a mask to come in here. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Well, it's it's going to blow. Do you think this is the week that it finally turns into violence? Mm, well, it's already turned into violence in a few places, you know. Because mm-hmm. I know I know Pennsylvania is about to lose their goddamn minds. Well, I think it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, people are just saying, fuck, fuck their governors, and they're just hoping <laughs> they just don't care anymore. Well, well the thing is, the thing is, is the majority of where these um, violent outbreaks are. Mm-hmm. They're all in blue states. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, listen to this. And and, and we can get back to this story here in a minute. But the county that I'm into, and somebody in the chat room can pull it up. Look up Pennsylvania counties that are, the, the way Pennsylvania works is they have three color codes. Red, yellow, and green. Okay? Red means you're in full lockdown. Yellow means, you know, barbers can open and shit like that and green if they ever have a vaccine means everybody can open so in theory i'm supposed my business is supposed to stay closed until everything's green okay which we're just not gonna do we're we're just saying fuck that but if you look at pennsylvania and you look at all the counties every county from Let's say the middle of the state, it's it's actually more toward the right of the state, but from the middle of the state to Ohio is yellow, except for my county that, that Pinball PA is in, Beaver County. You said Beaver. And Beaver, exactly. And Beaver County has has 70, I think it's 78 deaths total. And 400 total cases and 380 of the cases and 71 of the 78 cases are in one nursing home complex. Right. Because that's where they're hit hardest is in these, you know, nursing homes. Yeah. But there's no reason if it's one complex to close down the whole fucking county. I, I agree. And it's the only county within like 200 miles not fucking in the yellow phase. And so we're just like, fuck you. We're, we're, we're just saying, fuck it. We're skipping yellow phase. We're skipping it all. We're opening. Fuck you. Yeah. It's time. I'm done. (laughs) I'm just done. I, I, I can't be unemployed forever. Right. You know, but yeah, I, but people in my point was, that people in Pennsylvania losing their fucking minds. Now. Yeah, of course. Well, it's it's Pennsylvania, it's Michigan, it's California, it's New York. You know, those those are the blue states that have yeah. uh, you know, uh, tyrannical governors. Right. Who basically are are ruling with an iron fist and you know, it's just like, you know, people are fed up. Yeah. Well, and, and it's it's very convenient that this cocksucker wolf that's the governor in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, socialist. Uh, well, I don't know what he is because I don't pay that much attention. But I know this. He said that they'll make their next determination on the fucking when people Back, can vaccine. come out. Yeah. Two days after the fucking election. Yeah, of course. So everybody has to stay in during the election. Right, of course. Fuck you, cocksucker. You don't, you don't think you don't think these lefties are so anti-Trump that they're they're willing to risk everybody's mm. well-being just to defeat uh, Trump as president? Are you kidding me? 
I think the people in Pennsylvania are going to rightly put up two middle fingers and go for it. That's basically it. Fuck this guy. Fuck his agenda. And thankfully, and, and I will say thank you ahead of time, to because um, the DA for my county has already said they won't prosecute. Of course anybody. not, because it's ridiculous. It goes against your. It's go goes against your rights. Yeah, it's against the Constitution. It so is. Do, it's absolutely. So if they do want to arrest me, then they know that they could just give me money at the back end of it because because <laughs> I will sue. You know, I will sue for a fucking constitutional, you know, infringement. Of course. You know, so fuck them. Yeah. It's really, it's out of control at this point. Well, or, since since I talked about this uh, a minute ago, but, uh, you know, the shooting in Michigan due to the masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two fugitives sought in connection with the fatal shooting of a security guard at a family dollar store in Michigan over a dispute about a customer not wearing a face mask have been arrested. <laughs> the The men, uh, Raman Ye T. Bishop, 23. Mm-hmm. Raman Ye T. Bishop, 23. White guy? <laughs> exactly. And his stepfather, Larry, Larry E. Teague, 44, mm-hmm. were charged... Uh, in the May 1st shootout death of the security card. Jesus. In a store in Flint, Michigan, where they have bad water. Yeah, no kidding. And obviously Apparently, bad air. I you say bad air, bad water. Who the fuck lives there? Exactly. <laughs> the Genesee uh, County Prosecutor, uh, David Lev- Levton, L-E-V-T-O-N, mm-hmm. said on Twitter. Oh, well, hold on. Strap in because this is important. It's on Twitter. Isn't that funny that these, even these state officials make their proclamations on Twitter? <laughs> Hold on. This is going to be a big one. I need extra characters. It's Instagram time. Right. <laughs> that Mr. Bishop was captured on Friday afternoon in Bay City, Michigan, up by our good friend Hairball John. Yeah. About 50 miles north of Flint, Mr. Teague was uh, taken into custody on Thursday in Houston. So he he fled he fled the state. And was being fooler tries to catch me. I'm Mr. Teague. Exactly. And was being extradited to Michigan. They both face felony premeditated murder and firearms charges. Also on Friday, two Flint residents, uh, Laura Ann Mitchell, 44, and Terrence D. Finley, 43, were charged with obstruction of justice, harboring a felon, and related charges for their roles in getting Mr. Teague to Houston. Wow. <laughs> they took the Underground Railroad. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Holy smokes. They reconstituted that like, Harriet Tubman's great-granddaughter working that role. <laughs> People who don't study their history and know about history, they don't get these jokes. <laughs> well, you know, I keep it I keep it topical and fresh with Harriet Tubman jokes. But but, but it, keep it current. But it but it is pertinent though. <laughs> I got it immediately. If you don't yeah, get age. <laughs> if you don't get these jokes, folks, crack a book. Yeah, no shit. They rented a vehicle, drove Mr. Teague to Houston, helped him buy clothing there, and they mm-hmm. rented a hotel. <laughs> wow, this wow. guy was really going undercover. Cut. No kidding. Mr. Layton said information that came into the Flint Police Department helped tip off the authorities to the fugitive's whereabouts. Jesus, who helped him out? Scott Peterson's family? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here, we're going to get, remember, what, what was that uh, Don, was it uh, Glenn Fry song? Uh, what, you, what, You Belong to City? No, no, no. The one about, here's a passport. Smuggler's Blues? Smuggler's yeah, yeah, the Smuggler's Blues. That's it. Here's some money. Here's a gun. Here's a passport. <laughs> That's exactly it. The Smuggler's Blues. The smugglers blues. Exactly. <laughs> That's this is what this exactly sounds like. Here, here's some new clothes. Here's some money. We'll check you into this hotel room. Don't take any phone calls. 
Yeah. We'll tell you exactly what to do. It's the virus blues. Exactly. I knew you'd get the reference. <laughs> the U.S. Marshal Service of Detroit Fugitive Apprehension Team and the Michigan State Police had been offering a reward up to $5,000 for information leading to the fugitive's arrests. Holy cow. On Thursday, a sister of Mr. Bishop, Brya S. Bishop, 24, was charged with interfering with efforts to locate Mr. Teague and her brother, Mr. Layton. She was charged with tampering with evidence, lying to the police, investigating a violent crime and accessory after the fact to a felony. Wow. Wow, there's a lot of shit going on. She's got the, she's got the COVID-19 blues now. (laughs) The shooting unfolded after Mr. Munnerly, 43, a security guard told a customer, Shermel Teague, that her Shermel Teague, white woman. (laughs) Exactly. Mm. Shermel. (laughs) I think I used that branded toilet paper. Don't squeeze the Charmel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we're getting all the modern references in tonight. <laughs> that her daughter needed to wear a mask inside the store. Yeah. Not because she was ugly, just because it was for safety reasons. Yeah, no kidding. Mr. Tig yelled and spat at him, prompting the security guard to tell her to leave. And instructing a cashier not to serve her. Miss mm. Teague left the store and called her husband, Mr. Teague. And the A-team rolled up in their van. <laughs> the A-team showed up. The A-team. <laughs> who, who returned to the store with her son, Mr. Bishop. Mr. Bishop is accused of then shooting Mr. Munnerly in the head. Miss Teague faces premeditated murder and firearm charges, officials said on Monday. Okay. Mark Jaworski, acting U.S. Marshal for the Eastern District of Michigan, said, This senseless act of violence and the loss of human life over someone doing their job is despicable. Terrible. The family of... makes you wear that mask in the store. I pity the fool. <laughs> That's the A-Tig. The family of Mr. Munnerly held a vigil on Sunday night with cars lining up around the store where the shooting took place. The shooting came as wearing a face mask or refusing to has become a hotly debated issue that has drawn deep division and protests. Oh, my. In California, officials condemned a man who was photographed wearing a makeshift Ku Klux Klan hood while shopping at a supermarket outside of San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to wear a mask, but not that one, pal. No, pal, not that one. All right. Well, since we're talking about masks, mm-hmm. a Republican politician in Michigan has apologized. Okay. For wearing a face mask that appeared to depict the Confederate flag. Oh my God. In an Im- image that is offensive. Oh dear. To many Americans as a symbol of racism and slavery. So the guy is wearing a mask like he's asked to do. Right. You can't wear that mask. That's racist and shit. How dare you? Yeah. I know you're trying to be safe and all, but you can't wear that one. No. So not not only do you have to wear a mask, but you have to be selective of what it looks like. You got to have the right mask on. Exactly. 
Michigan State Senator Dale Zorn wore the wore the mask during a Senate vote at the state capitol in Lansing on Wait, Friday. This was a senator? He was a senator, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and he didn't realize this could be a problem. Well, we're gonna find that out. All right. He initially defended his actions, saying that his wife had made the mask. <laughs> oh, well, that's better. That makes it okay. And that it depicted the flag of Tennessee or Kentucky. I told my wife it probably will raise some eyebrows, but it was not a Confederate flag. Yeah, pal. <laughs> he went on to add, even if it was a Confederate flag, we know sh we should be talking about teaching our national history in schools, and that's part of our national history, and it's something we just can't throw away because it's part of our history. That's right. When Zorn was asked what the meaning of the Confederate flag is, he replied, it's the Confederacy. <laughs> Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Why can't I wear that mask, honey? <laughs> These guys wore it on their car all the time. Right. <laughs> in fact displaying the confederate flag or other symbols of the slave owning south during the american civil war is usually seen as racist oh my god no it's not it's only seen that way to, to certain people right well some advocates claim they are celebrating southern identity and heritage it is widely seen as racist no, it's not widely seen as racist. It's seen that way within a certain community. Right. Most people could give a shit. Right. And deeply offensive to black Americans. That's right. Nor is it just flags. There is an ongoing campaign to remove the Confederate war statues from public display or renaming streets and buildings which commemorate Confederate generals or politicians. Yeah, let's, yeah let's, just, let's, let's just erase history like it never happened. Yeah, let's just continue the pussy generation. Yeah, let's pretend like, uh, you know, this there weren't there isn't history of any kind, shape or form that uh, doesn't, uh, you know, fit the narrative. That's right. <laughs> After sparking wide outrage, shock and outrage, nearly <laughs> shock and outrage. shock and outrage, Zorn issued an apology <laughs> on saturday i'm very sorry for my choice of pattern of face mask <laughs> oh are you and then your wife there just a minute ago now it doesn't matter right i did not intend to offend anyone however i realized that i did and for that i am sorry oh you fucking liar <laughs> Those who know me best know that I do not support the things this pattern represent. Pattern. Then why do you wear it, dumb <laughs> shit? Like you even acknowledged that you were sure that you thought it might be mis mistaken. That yeah, way. it might raise some eyebrows, is what you yeah. said. You said you understood that it was going to right away, and then it did, and now you're sorry. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> typical politician phony douche right those who know me best that know that i don't support the things this pattern represents on twitter yeah he wrote it on twitter of course oh well, that's good my that's actions good. were an error in judgment for which there are no excuses and i will learn from this episode <laughs> in fact i have a black butler right <laughs> We call him Jeebs. Exactly. His real name's Charlie Johnson, but how uncouth would that be? <laughs> Remember that in JFK? Yes, of course. Frankie! <laughs> A spokesperson for Michigan Senate Majority Leader Republican Mike Shirky said that uh, that Shirky would not support or encourage any senator... <laughs> To display an insensitive symbol on the Senate floor. 
Oh, brother. Just stop it. The leader of the Democrats in the Michigan Senate, Jim blah, 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 said, I'm really disappointed mm -hmm. to see him make a choice that is deeply hurtful to so many people. When he was asked, when he was called out for it, he didn't seem to even understand or acknowledge what the problem was. Zorn was in Lansing on Friday to vote on a measure that would increase oversight of Michigan Governor's Gretchen Whitmer's powers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Michigan is one of the number of states that have attracted protests against stay-at-home orders. During the pandemic, and Zorn said he supported bipartisan oversight of Whitmer's actions. Well, great. <laughs> and now he's a now he's a racist. Yes, he's a racist now. So his opinion means nothing now. Nope. Fantastic. What a dumb shit. <laughs> How can people in these fucking positions be this stupid? I don't know. I mean, there's no there's no I'm not even against it. I'm, I'm for it. I'm for rabble rousing and all that shit. But in this position, you know, it's, he knew, he even acknowledged that he knew that it was going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. And he did it anyway. You know, and, and there, what's the end game there? Do you think you're going to get more people to vote your way somehow? By, by allowing them to fucking take the, Focus off this Whitmere that's fucking running your state like you're like it's her personal slave ship. Yeah. You know, now all the attention's off this fucking cunt Gretchen Whitmere. And instead it's on him for being a racist. What a dummy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's unbelievable, man. All right. Well, more of this social distancing nonsense. Okay. A man vented his fury okay. at staff workers at a store that told him he could not shop with his boyfriend due to social distancing rules. Okay. Jake Holiday, 29, was told to physically separate from his partner, Rise Jones, 24, while shopping at a superstore branch in Hayes, London. Okay. Mr. Holiday claimed that the other couples were seen shopping together and not stopped, leaving him fuming. Oh, fucking pissed. Salisbury today insisted it is an inclusive retailer and like a number of other supermarkets, asked that one member per household come into the store to do their shopping. Okay. In a Facebook Live video. Oh, Facebook Live. This is really serious. I'm surprised now. he didn't take the Twitter first and then go to Facebook Live. You know what? I'm going to go get on my Amazon Fire Stick, install Facebook Watch just so I can see this. Mr. Holiday said, we, que we queued up like everybody else with a two-meter gap. As you can see outside, there are men and women. Uh, in together as couples. So we just walked in as we would as a couple. I understand some shops are trying to restrict it. So no more than two people coming in at one time, but obviously there are men and women coming in together. There were three or four couples that were coming in, men and women allowed to go shopping, but me and rise got separated. Oh my. So I questioned the guy and said, why are we not allowed? We're a couple, a gay couple. Again, with the agenda. Of course. When a manager came over, Mr. Holiday, who works for the RSPCA, explained that while the pair are a couple, they were shopping separately as, as if they were collecting items for their respective mothers who were shielding from Corona. Why is this an issue? Well, again, it's just like, well, you're not treating us like normal people. How did they go into the store to get treated like anything? <clears throat> Were they holding hands and sucking each other's cocks? Probably. I mean, Jesus Christ. 
you know, I, I mean, I haven't gone in any stores, but I'm assuming they don't check you for your fucking marriage certificate on the way in. Well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. OK, so even at my grocery store, they, mm-hmm. they have somebody at the door with like a little clicker counter thing. Okay. Because they're limiting people to coming into the store. I haven't been uh, stopped at the door because there's too many people in the store, but they do have a guy there monitoring how many people are coming into the store and they have a guy monitoring how many people are leaving the store. Okay. I don't know what the, you know, the, the max limit is in the store. Mm-hmm. But they're communicating that, okay, three left, one came in, five came in, five left, you know, wh- whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So they, let's just say that my store only allows 50 people in at one time. Okay. So if there were 50 people in the store already, that 51st person would have to wait outside until the a person left, until they okay. l- would let him in. All right. Well, I'm going to assume just by reading the story that mm-hmm. the guy at the whoever's at the door allowing people in probably just sees two guys standing in line. Okay. So that that person allowing people through the door, they're probably not looking at, oh, that's a couple of guys. They're they're a couple as as if as if they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They just see him as two dudes waiting to come into the store. Right. And because they're not treating them like a man and a woman couple. Now this is a problem because you need to recognize us as a gay couple. Mm-hmm. So that's what his issue is. But would they still, okay. So man and woman come up and they've only got a, one slot open. Do they let both go? I don't know that answer that that's not answered here, but the point is, is they're saying, well, they're letting heterosexual couples through the door together, but they're not letting male on male couples together in a stop. You know what? Just, just worry about yourself (laughs) and only yourself. Just take a list from your fucking cocksucking friend here and fucking give <laughs> well, me shit. But, but that's the whole thing. It's uh, I'm pushing this agenda and you're not accepting my agenda. Just, oh, I hate these fucking idiots. Yep. Just stop. Everything's got to be a fucking issue. Well, again, it's I'm we're trying to normalize the gay relationship and you no. people just won't accept it. You're right. We won't because we're not accepting your normalization one percenter. Fuck off. That's basically what it boils down to. Yeah. The 99% of the people don't need your fucking 1% approval. Fuck you. One of every hundred people. (laughs) Fuck you. He then described to the manager that the staff worker who separated him and Mr. Jones was very angry and irate for no reason. As Mr. Holiday continued on the Facebook live recording, (laughs) the manager replied, it's nothing against your sexuality. Mm -hmm. If we ask him then at the door, if they were together and they lie to us, we then stop them while they're walking around the shop and ask one of them to leave. We have no issue with you doing shopping for your moms. All that we ask is that once you're done, uh, once you've done yours, then you let the next gentleman, Mr. Jones, come in and do his shopping. So basically, he's pissed because you don't see us as a couple. You just see us as two separate dudes. What the truth? He sees you as two credit cards that are going to be run through the fucking counter. Right. That's it. You don't mean anything other than that, dummies. Yeah, but you need to accept us as a couple, just like the two heterosexual man and woman couple. Fine, since you want to make it all about your sex, you're right. I see you as a guy that sucks another guy's dick. <laughs> I see it. How I is, see it. Why are you so insensitive? I'm, I'm seeing it the way it is. I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's my understanding of what the gay is. Right. Is fucking, you know, this man that puts his dick in the other guy's asshole. That's what I see. That's what I'm seeing now. Come on in, asshole fucked yesterday. Come on in. <laughs> 
Because I ain't got blown by the fucking whisker guy over here. Five o'clock shadow rubbing your nutsack last night. Come on in. Let me recognize you for what you are there. I'm doing it. Right. Mr. Holiday stated that the security guard that separated them was not doing his job properly and had an attitude problem. After the incident, the RSPCA worker told the Metro, the way we were treated was so humiliating and embarrassing, and the whole store looked at us as if we were criminals. I understand that it's maybe not the norm uh, to everyone to see two men shopping together. And if I was questioned and my response was accepted, it would have been an, it wouldn't have been an issue. The Sansaberry spokesman said, we're asking all our customers to send one adult per household to do their shopping where it's possible. This is to help us keep everyone safe, serve more households in less time. And we are sorry for any confusion this may have caused. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say whatever it takes to get you to go to fuck away. Exactly. Hope they don't even give them a gift card. <laughs> well, even at the store here locally, there's a sign out there that just says one, one shopping cart per household. Mm-hmm. I don't go to stores. It sounds like it's a big fucking hassle right now. It's a little bit. Well, I haven't really, you know, experienced the hassle per se because, you know, I go to the, during the off hours. So I haven't had any problems getting through the door and obviously I go solo and it's not an issue. So no, it's not a problem. Well, it hasn't been a problem for me. I go online, order all my shit, and they fucking bring it to my house. Have fucking. you have you seen any disruption in your service at all? Um, Actually, a little bit, just because Walmart takes longer now because there's so many more people doing it. But I switched, I switched the bulk of my groceries from Walmart to Aldi, and they're fucking fantastic. One, their, their delivery is fucking cheap. It's like five bucks for like you know, $150 worth of groceries. It's fantastic. You go on their website, you order everything up. Then they, um, you know, when they, you pick a time. And um, so let's say that the time is four o'clock around four o'clock. You get a text. Hi, I'm Daryl. I'll be your shopper today. And then he goes around and anything he has to swap out, he takes a picture of and says, Hey, we don't have these pork chops. We got these instead. Here's the difference in the price. Do you want them? Yes. No. Bing, bing, bing. At the end, he tells you, well, we adjusted, you know, $8 on your fucking shopping. Do you agree? Yes. Shows up 10 minutes later at the house. It's the fucking best. (laughs) I don't know why anybody would go out and deal with all this faggotry and masks and, you know, gay guys fighting to get into the store and all (laughs) this other shit. Well, I think basically what it boils down to is awareness. I don't think people explore their options as, as much as you do, because I, what, what you're telling me now, even I am not aware of that. Oh, yeah, it's the best. Aldi uses some company called Instacart, which I know somebody said was on strike last week, but they seem to be back. Okay. But, but um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't understand why anybody goes to the fucking grocery store. Let them bring it to you. It's only five extra bucks. Okay. I mean, even if you were broke, you could afford five fucking bucks. Sure. You know, take the beer out of the fucking cart. That's 15. (laughs) All right. You can buy beer. You can buy booze. You can buy everything. Right. It's fucking great. Now, for people who buy booze via the Instacart, does the guy who delivers it to you, does he have to check your ID? Um, Yes. Okay. I'm just asking. Yeah, they, they do check your ID if you buy beer or alcohol or whatever. I don't know if you do alcohol. I've just gotten beer so far, but I haven't actually explored alcohol. But Well, isn't, you know. isn't beer alcohol? Oh, yes, but, you know, there's there's beer and then there's alcohol. Well, at least in my alcoholic mind, they're two different things. Well, they're not. They are. In my mind, there's beer. <laughs> then there's alcohol. Sure. Beer's not an alcohol. It's just a... You know, it's a it's a friendly drink. Yeah, it's just a drink. That's just a drink. Okay. okay. You know, Jack Daniels, that's alcohol. Sure. Beer, it's just beer. All right. 
All right, one more story and we'll cut out of here. All right, cool. Are you uh, are you uh, familiar with Project Veritas? Um, I don't know if I am or I'm not. I know I watch a I watch a Veritas thing on YouTube all the time that that explores different shit like the OJ trial and stuff. Is yeah, that- well, Veritas is run by a guy by the name of James O'Keefe. He's kind of like a independent reporter. Okay, and they're not influenced by you know commercial money. And he kind of digs in and finds actual real truth, not Mm -hmm. the fake truth. Okay. As you know, our great President Trump always says, you know, the fake news. Yeah, sure. Well, this James O'Keefe, he's not influenced by the big corporate money of like CBS, Comcast, AT&T, you know, any one of the big news organizations. Sure. So you can't trust anything that they say because they're influenced by big corporate money. Okay. He's an independent guy, kind of like us. Okay. And he basically reports the truth. You know, he gets into places where, you know, normally the, uh, the, the corporate media would report a fluff piece, but he'll get in and basically tell you the truth about things. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, this project Veritas founder, James O'Keefe, mm-hmm. uh, is, re- is exploring this whole, uh, COVID-19, um, testing facilities and stuff. I guess they sent they've set up these testing facilities around the country that are, uh, drive through. Okay. I, I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I've heard about it. It's like in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah. 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 So people can drive their cars through like this tented area. And okay. they can get like a COVID nineteen test without yeah, that's even. That's what I want to do. I want to get a swab shoved up my nose by a guy working a drive through. Well, it's it's not even that invasive anymore. Okay. But but they can test you for the for the uh, virus. All right. You can drive through. Give a give like a a, a, a saliva sample. And then they can test it and they can tell you within a day, you know, if you're infected or anything like that. Don't tell Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, Project Veritas has, uh, with their hidden cameras, Mm -hmm. they're recording how CBS organized a fake coronavirus testing line with fake. CB or CV? CBS, like. Columbia Broadcasting System, the TV store, the, the TV yeah, store. the 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 network. Okay, they uh, they organized a fake Corona testing line using fake patients to make okay. the to make the crisis look worse. Of course, they did. Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe asked the insider, "You're telling me you're a hundred percent." certain that CBS News, CBS News Corporation staged a fake event. They faked the news. They faked the reality and broadcasted to all their audience last Friday on CBS this morning. The insider replied 100% absolutely. (laughs) The insider caught several Grand Rapids, Michigan Health Center workers on undercover video candidly take talking about how CBS news crew tasked them with inflating the testing lines before they began filming. Okay. Apparently the news crew wanted more people in line because they knew it was scheduled. Um, a nurse caught on hidden camera admitted that they were administering Real test and made the line longer for CBS News crews to film. We pre- okay. we pretended there were a couple of real patients, which made it worse. Another nurse said she was surprised CBS News wanted to set up a fake report. Lovely. We knew that they were coming. We had no clue that we were going to have to, like, do fake patients, she said. They probably just wanted to make it look like we were busy, I guess. Oh, my God. CBS has issued a statement in response to Project Veritas report. 
CBS News did not stage anything at the Cherry Hill facility. Any suggestion to the contrary is 100% false. These allegations are alarming. We reached out to Cherry Hill to address them immediately. They informed us for the first time that one of their chief officers told at least one staffer to get into the testing line along with the real patients. (laughs) So that... That indicates to me that it wasn't just one. It was probably more. Yeah, of course. No one from CBS News had any knowledge of this before tonight. They were also said that their actions did not prevent any actual patients from being tested. We take the accuracy of our reporting very seriously. And we are we are removing the Cherry Hill, Hill Health portion from this piece. I wonder why. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Why wouldn't you leave it in? Yeah. If it was only one, I mean, what difference does it make? Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. That's what that's what our media is up to these days. They're just fucking scum. Every, every one of them. Oh, that's why I, I, I can't figure out why anybody watches any of it. I don't any. watch I don't watch any of it at all. I don't watch none. Yeah. None. That's that's why, like the, tonight, when you were talking about the the black guy that got shot or whatever, I had no idea. <laughs> you know what? It's better to have no idea than a false idea. Right. It's just better. You know, and and the thing is, is that you know our president Trump, he's he's called them the fake news for three years now. Yeah. And it just keeps, you know, revealing itself again and again and again. Yeah. You think they'd go out of their way to prove that they're not? Yeah. Instead, they go the other way to prove that they are. Or they keep getting caught. What I wonder is, is this systematic of the last 50 years that we've had news? That we've had the nightly news? Or or was there a shift somewhere I think it was a shift since the internet age. You think? Yeah, because I think that there's uh, money to be gained from the clicks and, you you know, the whole clickbait thing. You don't think that the that it was manipulated in like the Oh, I, I'm um, sure that a lot of things were sensationalized. I mean, you know, I I'm sure that when you were in high school or you know, I don't know if you took any kind of humanities class or anything sure. like that, but you know, you even learn from the um um Hearst media. Mm-hmm. You remember Patty Hearst and Randolph yeah, yeah. Hearst and all that? They called mm-hmm. it yellow journalism. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a term that's been, you know, over 100 years old, yellow journalism. Right. Sure. And and that's what we're dealing with. And it's even more rampant today. Yeah. Because of the because of the clickbait and because of the Internet and, mm-hmm. and the gullibility of so many people just to believe, well, it was on the Internet. It must be true. Exactly. You know. Well, and, and, and what's even worse is that, you know, you combine that with the censorship, you know, that's going on. And, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Are, are you aware of the Plandemic movie that, that's out there? Plandemic? Yeah. No, I don't know what that is. Is, is that like a, is that like a, a documentary on, on the fact that this? Pandemic. Yeah. It's, and it's very, I don't know if it's true or not. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really watch it. I, I just. What I kept seeing, you know, it was one of these videos that got viral real fucking fast, you know, and whether it's true or not, I have no idea whether it was true or whether it was false. I don't know. But what I kept seeing in my newsfeed was it was like one of those hot videos for a minute. Mm -hmm. And every time anybody would click on it, it was already taken down. YouTube went out of their way to take this thing down. Over and over and over and over and over, like hundreds and hundreds of times they got taken down. <laughs> okay. So I actually grabbed it and put it on our BitChute page. Okay. And I've been sharing that link and, and it's doing, you know, a couple hundred fucking watches because the government can't take it down. Right. But it's, how crazy is it that, and again, I didn't watch it, so I don't even know what it's what it's actually saying or whatever. Because to be honest, I really don't care. But I only put it on our page because I kept seeing it being taken down, 
and I just saw who was post and some of the people that were posting are not fucking the conspiracy nut people. Mm-hmm. Just like regular people that were trying to share it because they watched it and then and then their friends couldn't watch it. So I just kept I put it on BitChute just so it wouldn't get taken down. And, you know, and I have that knowledge of how to put a video somewhere other than YouTube. Right. But, you know, it's amazing. What's amazing to me is not that the video, you know, is scandalous or whatever, but that it's um, that whether it's true or it's not true, whatever YouTube perceives, they're the overlord of information now. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, they're left leaning uh, organization controlled by Google. Right. And they don't want anything that will, uh, you know, give the Trump administration any credit for anything. Yeah, somebody just posted in the chat room. It's something exposing Dr. F- oh, yeah, I watched that. I watched that this week. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, exposing Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, these people are um, benefiting from these ba- pandemics like HIV and stuff mm-hmm. because their organizations are creating like vaccines and right. uh, things like that. And they're, they're, um, you know, benefiting monetarily from, you know, selling these vaccines and things they're, they're preventing, you know, uh, Cures. yeah, they're preventing any kind of, um, information. So people are scared. Okay. And then they go, Oh, we got the answer. Oh really? What is it? Hurry up. Give me some, you know? So it's a lot of misinformation. That's what it is. It's just like, well, I'm going to benefit from this. Uh, it, it What was amazing to me was that this thing got hot and how by watching it through social media, it was amazing to me how adamant YouTube was not to let anybody see it. Oh, yeah. I, I did watch it. I, it was shared with me and I did watch it on YouTube, but it was taken down within hours after I watched it. Anybody that didn't see it, it's on our BitChute page. So I actually threw it on our BitChute page and it won't be taken down from there. So. Yeah. Unless the government unplugs the internet entirely, it ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's just like, cover that shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we are living in the age where you have to really, really be careful and pick and choose what uh, you choose to watch or believe or, or you know, consume but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I did watch that and it was just like, okay, well, that's, I can see that happening. Yeah. Well, anybody that's interested, it's on our page. So whether it's a hundred percent, the truth, I don't know that, but I'm sure that there, as, as with anything, there's a shred of truth in everything, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. so you, you, you got to just kind of make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Well, what people really need to do is start. I'm not saying I would never tell anybody to get off of YouTube because I watch YouTube all the time. Honestly, I watch. I do too. I watch sporting events and I watch all kinds of shit on YouTube. But if I ever want news or actual real information, that is the last place I'm going to look. Yeah, of course. I'm going to look. Honestly, I would probably, if I was looking for actual information right now, I would probably try OAN. Cause they seem to be fairly impartial as impartial as they could be that whatever that is or OAN news, or I might go to daily motion, daily motion at least seems to be spread out. Or if I just want to weed through the fucking lunacy, I'll go to BitChute because BitChute is definitely a lot of fucking conspiracy guys. Mm-hmm. There is some truth mixed in with a lot of fucking weird shit, you know, but, dude, there's really not anywhere at all right now to get just straight up news. No, there's not no. at all. C-SPAN, I guess. But even that, when when something gets too too hyped up, they turn it off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where you go, but whatever. Well, pick and choose wisely, my friends. Mm-hmm. Don't just uh, just just don't uh, you know, accept the tripe that you're being handed by any kind of news outlet because it's all bullshit. Yeah. The, the, the normal ones that you're used to the CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, you know, stop watching any of that. Yeah. I, I've been trying to tell our friend, Sal, 
I, yeah. because he he watches Fox, you know, and I tell him, you know, you, is even as as big of a, a reputation that Fox has gained over the last couple of decades, you you got to stop mm-hmm. watching them too. Yeah, dude. Here's here's the real theory: if they have panels where they discuss and try to convince on viewpoints, then it's not news. Mm-mm. If the channel has panels of people to discuss things, it's not news. Yeah, it's just opinion. It's the view. That's all it is. is it's the view. You know, just stop watching that shit. Mm-hmm. But hopefully people get it eventually or they'll be led to slaughter. Yep. All right. Well, let's get out of here. All right. Let's go. Let's pick a tune to take us out. All right. Um, Scorpions. This time from the Unbreakable release. Really? How about that? How about that? And if uh, a newer release. Yeah. Okay. Song. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, we'll play Scorpions and take us out for the uh, the remainder of the show. So. We appreciate everybody who's tuned in and been a part of the CMS tonight. And we'll be back next Saturday, hopefully, and we'll do it all over again. Yep. All right. We appreciate everybody who's tuned in. So uh, until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend. Klaus mine. Exactly. And we're gone. Bye, kids. Hi, this is Klaus Miner from the Scorpions. You're listening to the Classic Metal Show. <laughs>